All right, welcome to our Hawaiian adventure, part two. This is the island of Oahu that we went to and spent five nights there. Um, mixed it up a little bit, a little bit different because it was hotels versus um, our condo, so we couldn't really cook at home. So that was an adventure in eating out and spending a bajillion dollars on food. Um, but we started off this, this uh, leg of the trip by a super early morning flight at 7 a.m., little island hopper flight for, that was about 45 minutes. And then we hit up Pearl Harbor right away. Um, note to uh, others, if you go to Pearl Harbor, definitely try to get the ferry reservations. Uh, that was our kind of our um, leg, I guess I would say, in, in that day because we waited in line for two hours. And I give Nate some grief because he was in charge of this part. And he um, he had it all set and had an alarm set that we were supposed to hop on at, th at uh, 3 p.m. and get those tickets and... We were at the beach that day and totally forgot because you could only hop on and get those tickets the day before. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, but we got on and we were able to go over and, and see the memorial of Pearl Harbor. And it was extremely touching and very cool to see, you know, the, the ship wreckage below. And definitely different than what I expected it to be. I, I thought you'd be able to see more of the ship. So it's almost more surreal because you just see like parts of the ship and then you see the buoys that signal the beginning and the end of the ship or the front and the back or I'm sure there's some sort of uh like sailor lingo or whatever uh navy lingo that talks about the front and the back um but anyway to see like just how big it was and it was really cool because there was a veteran that was doing the the tour and talking about it and you know, the kids, you guys did a great job of understanding the importance of it and seeing all the names on the wall and understanding how many people died on that day and, and, and how. And, and you guys asked a lot of questions. And, you know, even though all the information was there, like you guys, you know, kind of absorbed it, but then you kept asking questions about it and trying to explain war to a 7 and 10-year-old is something that's just different, right? Because they just can't comprehend that or... You know, there was also another, there was a, a picture of a, a Rosie the Riveter poster and Reese said, oh, mommy, you should be that for, for Halloween because she's seen people get dressed like that, right? Like she's seen her dance friends dress up like that or she's seen other people dress like that. And to explain to her why that poster was made or what was going on at that time, you know, was kind of a different thing to kind of check my history first of all but then also to kind of explain it to her from her perception of, that of something she can't even fathom of you know people being forced to go to war and having to step up and serve your country in different ways so it was very cool um just the whole the whole adventure you know then we went from there and we went to um the submarine and got to walk through the submarine that's there on Pearl Harbor um then from there we took a, a bus to um the Missouri battleship and we got to walk on that which that thing is massive it was so cool to see all the different um, parts of the ship and walk through it and um, just just see all the different different things it's kind of frozen in time where you know they they stopped using it and it did like a last like farewell tour around the world and um, you know everything's kind of the way the way it was and um, just just really really cool to see um, and then, of course, we got shaved ice because there's shaved ice everywhere. 
Um, then from there, we have done the, the bow or not the boat, the bus and went over to um, the airfield. So that was a really cool place because they had all these old airplanes there. And it's where that movie Pearl Harbor uh, was filmed. So it has that like iconic, I don't know if it's like a tower, lighthouse, not a lighthouse, it's a tower, like red and or orange and, and white. Um, and just walk around there and, and then again just kind of feel the history there too of what happened when you know Japan came and bombed all the fighter jets before they could even take off um, it's just incredible to be there and see it and kind of think of it that way so that was definitely Pearl Harbor was a highlight for me I really liked it more than I thought I was going to and there's lots more to see there than I thought there was too so a little bit of a cluster kind of getting the lay of the land but once you figure it out it's not so bad it was a long day though. Um, so then from there we headed to our, our hotel which was downtown Honolulu which was a completely different scene than where we had been for the previous week and a half. Um, Honolulu is packed. We were right on Waikiki Beach at a hotel that was a historic hotel called Moana Surfrider. Um, it's now it's owned by Weston and it was so beautiful and so nice and um, our view we had an ocean view and could just watch the surfers so there's just hundreds of people out there surfing the waves and like we don't see surfers in Wisconsin so this was so cool to see and and we just kind of watched them you know and watched the people float and jump in the waves and these waves were a lot bigger than the ones on like Kapuna Beach where the kids were boogie boarding so um the couple of times we went down to the beach and saw it was jam-packed like literally there'd be a person on a towel there'd be less than like Oh, I don't know, 10 inches in between the next towel, and then there'd be another person laying on their towel. Like, there were so many people down there. Um, and with this being, like, post-COVID-ish time, super weird to see people that close. And I can't imagine. Um, I was talking with, with someone down there and um, just how, how different it was during COVID when not all these people were there and how much of the wildlife came back and or sea life came came back um you know and now it's kind of disappearing again because of all of the humans and all of our idiot ways um so anyway yeah we we hit up um you know just watching the surfers and ordered some food and just chilled that that first night um, that we were at the hotel the next day was thir a thursday uh, july 22nd um, it was an adventure day, so we um, hit up and went up to Waimea Falls. So this was a waterfall um, on the North Shore that we could go in and swim in, and that was also an amazing experience. Uh, word to the wise, go early if you're going to do that, because we left um, early and got there right about when it opened, 9.15, 9.30. And, you know, the parking lot wasn't full yet. We got a spot really easily. Um, but when we left, the parking lot was full. People were parked on the road. Or I should say the multiple parking lots were full. People were parked on the road. So many people headed up. We walked right up and got a life vest to get into the water because it's about a three-quarters of a mile hike up this beautiful botanical garden to then get to the, the falls. And they hand you a life vest, and you climb over some rocks, and you get in, you swim a little bit. But they only allow so many people in, so the life vests, you know, are shared. And there was a huge line. There's probably 20 or 30 people in line after we got out when we left. And we walked right up to get life vests. So, like, if you don't want to wait in line, pretty much about any of this stuff, just go early, get it done, plan it out, because I can't imagine wasting so much time in line. Um, but that was a really cool, cool experience. The water was really cold, and just 
beautiful we got some beautiful pictures of just kind of swimming around by the waterfall um and then then heading back and we were going to try to hit up the dole farm the dole plantation on the way back but um we pulled in park kind of same thing as when we were leaving the falls the the hill or the the parking lots were so full the line was super super long and we were just like nope we're out of here we're gonna go back and and chill um do the beach do the pool and just hang out there um I was getting a massage that day at our um, hotel, so we needed to be back anyway for that because Mama can't miss that. And then um, we did that. So the kids, um, how do you, you were really funny. I got a video of you just getting smashed by a wave. And it was a little scary because those waves were definitely way bigger than you and you just got pummeled and knocked over. Um, it was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> Um, you came out, you had just like sand all over you and your hair was all like all over the place. Um, so we didn't do too much, uh, ocean floating in, on Waikiki because the, of that. We didn't have any floaties or boogie boards. We could have probably rented some, but you guys swam in the pool and, and we did some other stuff. So you were just as, as happy with that. Um, on Friday, we had to check out and then, um, we just kind of shopped and, and hung out on Friday. We hit the pool for a while in the morning, um, grabbed some different things. I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank, but I don't think we did like too much extra fun stuff that day, um, except for the night. So at night, we had the opportunity. Daddy works with someone whose cousin uh, lives down here, and he just had reached out and said, hey, is there anything that um, would be fun for them to do? And he said, hey, I have a 70-foot sailboat. I want to take them sailing. So that's what we did. And that was also another highlight for me on our trip because it was so cool to be on the sailboat and um, see all of how, how the team does that and um, how hard they work just for, for, um, for the sail and for the wind. And they kept saying it was it's a little bit sporty out here. One of the funny things was they saw a buoy, so they were like doing like laps, turning the sailboat around, and that's a process to turn a sailboat around. So it's not like a car or a regular boat; it doesn't just turn on a dime. Um, so then we we uh, went on the sailboat and then um, got to experience them trying to fish this buoy out and take multiple stabs. Eventually, they got it though. Mommy, you have some red apples on your apple tree. Okay, thanks, buddy. I'll go check it out. One sec, okay? Hold on, buddy. Okay, where was I? I was interrupted. The kids came home from softball practice for Reese, so they were excited and wanted to talk to me. Anyway, so we got back. Um, where was I? Sailboat. We were on the sailboat going out there. We took a couple... Um, I don't know what they called it. It was some sailing term. But anyway, we turned around and kept trying to get this. Probably took five, six, seven tries at it. I have no idea. But it was fun because it kept, you know, having to go back and forth and, and switch the boat around. And um, just to see, there was 13 of us on the boat, so four of us were just casual observers. The rest of people were actively working on the sailboat. And these people train people um, how to sail. A lot of them are veterans that um, just want to learn how to sail. So it's a great training experience. The boat's been, you know, taken across from continent to continent and um, on all sorts of different 
braces and different things that way. So it was very cool to meet Doug and Karen. Um, they were super gracious and, and awesome to allow us that experience because it's definitely a highlight for me. Um, and for some reason, I wasn't nervous at all, even when the boat like tipped um, sideways up and down. But um, Daddy got a little nervous, I think, at times. More so because uh, probably he was the one. Uh, he, well, we did identify he was the one that would go in if one of the kids went overboard. So he was the one that had to jump in after. And I was a little nervous at first, like, okay, is it going to like swish back and forth? Like, you know, or a kid, is a kid going to come flying across and go in the water? But once I saw that it really wasn't like that and it just kind of can take the waves because it was such a big ship, um, you know, it was a lot different. So, so after that big adventure that night, uh, we headed over to Ko'olina, which is on the west side much quieter than downtown Waikiki. I mean, downtown you had all of the like major stores. Um, so that was kind of cool to, to take the kids window shopping down there and, and see all the, the luxury brands and all the people that waited in line. And Reese, I took you into, um, uh, a store and, and you were, Tori Birch, was it? Yeah. And, and you were picking out stuff and the lady was a thing a little bit nervous as you're like handling a $1,600 purse and playing with the class, but <laughs> oh well, <laughs> it was pretty funny. And she said you had good taste because the things you were grabbing, and I would tend to agree, you do have excellent taste. So anyway, from there we headed over to the other, or from downtown Waikiki, we headed over to the, the west side of the island in Ko'olina to the Disney Alani, Alani, Alani Resort. Um, which was so cool, very Disney, very here, take my money, everything Mickey-themed and overpriced and, and expensive, uh, but it was really nice. It was great to just, just hang it. We hung at the resort, really. That's mostly what we did on all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and, and all day Monday before we left, so the trick was getting down there early to get a, um, a, a pool chair, Finally, the last day I got one with an umbrella. It wasn't quite early enough the two days before, but we, we found some good spots that had some shade and then kind of moved around when we could. There was a water slide and lazy river and all the pools and hot tubs, so you guys were, were definitely in your element with all of the swimming, and, and that was, I would say this, this leg of the trip was more relaxing in that regard because we just could kind of sit and chill and, you know, kind of swim a little bit. And then there was a little lagoon, so we could do that. Um, there was also a, um, like, a, it had its own, like, reef inside of the, like, water park area um, that was saltwater fish, and you could rent snorkel equipment. We brought our own stuff, but then still, you still have to rent, like, for the day to be able to go in it. So we did that twice, where we dipped in uh, twice in one day, where we just went and could snorkel and watch the, the fish, and that was really kind of a cool thing to experience with you guys. The first time you were a little bit clinging to Daddy, and the second time was much better where you kind of ventured on your own and could float and, and, and do the snorkel thing by yourself. Um, so that was, that was that day. That was Saturday. So then Saturday night, um, we did our luau experience. So, you know, you go to Hawaii, you need to do a luau. Well, oh my goodness, you know, trying to, to plan a Hawaiian trip in, in about two weeks time to go for two weeks is a part-time job in itself. But then once we're there trying to figure out what we were going to do and get all the reservations, I was like, mode camp counselor um, trying to figure out what we were going to do, where we were going to eat you know, what we needed tickets for when you had to sign up for tickets um, and the luau was no exception 
So one of the other things that we wanted to do in Oahu was swim at, I'm going to say this wrong, Henaumua Bay, Mua, I'm not sure. It's the bay that everyone wants to snorkel at because it's super cool. Um, however, it's so cool that they need reservations for it and those reservations sell out in exactly two minutes uh, at 7 a.m. two days before you want to go. So Daddy and I had three devices on the Tuesday before we wanted to go on that Thursday and we had three, three devices going, hit it right at 7 a.m., 7.02 sold out, we didn't get one. So we weren't able to go um, to that and do the snorkeling there, but I said blessing in disguise if it's such a shit show down there. I don't know that I would have wanted to because no matter what your entry time, you still have to get down there super crazy early um, just for parking because they only have 200 and some parking spots, you know, and it's just kind of a cluster. And I don't know, like after being in Honolulu, I was like, yep, that is not my jam. People, crowds, no thanks. Like give me just the space and no lines. <laughs> um, so anyway, we went to... Uh, as I was looking for luau's, right, we went to this luau that we found. It was the Queen's Waikiki Luau. I, it was absolutely a fluke that I found this this luau because um, I looked up, you know, top 15 luau's on both islands because I was still looking for the big island. Went through all of those. Nothing was available. Went through all the ones on Oahu nothing available until the very last one that I clicked on this Queen's Waikiki Luau. Uh, it was stupid expensive, a person, and the only reason it was maybe worth the price was because it was super private and it was on a rooftop, um, uh, rooftop suite of this, uh, Imperial Hawaiian Hotel, I think is what it was called. And, um, so there was Let's see, there was four tables of eight, so 32 people. Um, so it was really private, and it was amazing. And I'm really glad we did it because it was a really cool experience. And, you know, they had all the traditional luau dances. They had some Samoan dances. They had um, just all different. It was quite the show, and, you know, being five feet away from it was even more amazing um, to see, to see all the dances and, and do all of that. And I, I got to go up and try it and I am not a dancer. And I was up against this girl who definitely had some moves and hips and, oh my gosh, I was like the, you know, if you see the videos, there's like some TikTok videos going around now. Like you ever seen a white girl twerk and there's these girls that are trying to be all like sexy and sassy and then they're like ur, 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 and they can't do it yeah that was me I feel like on the video I mean except the sex the sexy part in the beginning I don't think I was that either <laughs> but it was very jerky and not very smooth as I was trying to do this so it was pretty funny um, but we had to make these like braided headbands and then you know some traditional like pork food things um and you guys got your fancy drinks, and, you know, Huddy had his Hawaiian shirt on and his shark tooth necklace that we bought, and Reese had a beautiful little Hawaiian dress, and just so pretty. Um, but yeah, and there was also, there were some people that we met that, that were at our table, another family, they literally had just flown in um, and came straight to the luau, and um, small world, they were from Milwaukee. One was a teacher at Marquette, and I didn't catch what the, the dad did, but 
um, they were really nice, but he just, um, we were kind of giving him some tips for different things, and he would not believe me about the, the Hanamua Bay snorkeling, and, and he's like, it's a state park, you should just be able to go. I'm like, good luck, buddy. So I kind of wish we would have got their information or connected with them more, because I really want to know if he just thought he could try, and if he, if he had success. Hopefully, he, if they did try it, they did have success, but, um, you know, everything that was I was reading online was like, nope you know you can't just walk in or or it's a disaster so um so that was a luau it was very cool watching that watching Reese's eyes light up as we were doing some like clapping and hulaing and and see that see that experience for her through her eyes was was amazing um Sunday again like I said was just really chill resort time and and hanging out there and um swimming in all the pools and then daddy and mommy went out for dinner that Sunday night we got you guys a pizza and let you sit in the room and watch the Olympics and do some other um, stuff on your tablets for a little bit while we were gone we were gone maybe an hour and a half um, but we went down and daddy got some sushi and mama got some edamame and some some tacos um, and just had a really nice little dinner for us um, and yeah, and then it was, you know, packing up and, and trying to, to maneuver the, the checking out, but still not leaving the resort till like four or five o'clock. So we had to pack our bags and daddy did a really nice job packing everything. And um, we were able to, to do all that. Oh, I know what else. I went and got a facial too. That's what I did the, the day before on Sunday. While you guys were hanging at the pool, I went and got a facial. So if you don't know this about me already, but I'm a I'm a, or you will. I'm a big fan of spas and facials and massages, <laughs> especially now with the cancer uh, stuff. I, I find it super relaxing for me and definitely um, try to hit it up, especially on vacation. That's like a must for me. We were joking about that, what mommy needs on vacation, and it was like, mama needs a magnet, mama needs a coffee mug, and mama needs a spa. Pretty much those are my, my go-to moves on, on vacation every time. So that's it. Um, you know, the last day was great. We swam a lot and then we had hit back, headed back home and both of you guys, uh, didn't sleep so much on the first leg, but then the second leg, you both slept the whole, like almost three hours on the, on the plane ride home. And, um, grandpa Bill picked us up and we came back and I crashed then. So I'm just actually, today's the day we got back. So I wanted to capture all this before I forgot all of it. So thanks for listening and I think I'm gonna definitely do this more often with our trips so we have a, a historical um, memory of it you know pictures are one thing but when you hear the, the voices and the scenes and you know all the little stories that go with it I think it's really cool to hear that so hope you're as glad about this as I was um, this trip was amazing trip of a lifetime and hopefully you guys can go back there again with your family someday or hopefully we will go back as a family again I know I'm going to go back again just probably not to Oahu that was a bucket list check one and done maybe next time I'll check out Maui but Big Island's for sure my favorite because it's just so chill and less people and like I said it's like an adventure every time you go somewhere all right well that's all I have so thank you for listening and until next time we'll see you around